O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 41 Blessed is he that considereth the poor and needy. The Lord shall deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord preserve him, and keep him alive that he may be blessed upon earth, and deliver not thou him into the will of his enemies. The Lord comforts him when he lieth sick upon his bed. Make thou, make thou all his bed in his sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die, and his name perish? And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity, and his heart conceiveth falsehood within himself, and when he cometh forth, he telleth it. All mine enemies whisper together against me. Even against me do they imagine this evil. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him, and now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Yea, even mine own familiar friend whom I trusted, who did also eat of my bread, hath laid great weight for me. But be thou merciful unto me, O Lord. Raise thou me up again, and I shall reward them. By this I know thou favorest me, that mine enemy doth not triumph against me. And in my innocency thou upholdest me, and shalt set me before thy face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, world without end. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You begin at the 29th chapter of the first book of Samuel. 
Then the Philistines gathered together all their armies at Aphek, and the Israelites encamped by a fountain which is in Jezreel. Then the lords of the Philistines passed in review by hundreds and by thousands, but David and his men passed in review at the rear in Achish. Then the princes of the Philistines said, What are these Hebrews doing here? And Achish said to the princes of the Philistines, Is this not David, the servant of Saul, king of Israel, who has been with me these days, or these years? And to this day I have found no fault in him, since he defected to me. But the princes of the Philistines were angry with him. So the princes of the Philistines said to him, Make this fellow return, that he may go back to the place which you have appointed for him, and do not let him go down with us to battle, lest in battle he become our adversary. For with what could he reconcile himself to his master, if not with the heads of these men? Is this not David, of whom they sang to one another in dances, saying, Saul has sl slain in thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Achish called David and said to him, Surely as the Lord lives, you have been upright, and your going out and your coming in with me in the army is good in my sight. For to this day I have not found evil in you since the day of your coming to me. Nevertheless, the lords do not favor you. Therefore return now and go in peace, that you may not displease the lords of the Philistines. So David said to Achish, But what have I done? And to this day what have you found in your servant as long as I have been with you, that I might not go and fight against the enemies of my lord the king? Then Achish answered and said to David, I know that you are good in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to battle. Now therefore rise early in the morning with your master's servants who have come with you, and as soon as you are up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David and his men rose early to depart in the morning, to return to the land of the Philistines, and the Philistines went up to Jezreel. Here ended the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 47th verse of the 19th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And he was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people sought to destroy him, and were unable to do anything, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. Now it happened on one of those days, as he taught the people in the temple and preached the Gospel, that the chief priests and scribes, together with the elders, confronted him and spoke to him, saying, Tell us, by what authority are you doing these things? Or who is he who gave you, you this authority? But he answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, and answer me. The baptism of John, 
Was it from heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it was from. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace, lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, 
through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, that all our, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We pick up our story of uh, in Israel with um, this preparation for the great battle, or uh, which will result in the downfall of Saul and his monarchy. And uh, it tells us uh, this chapter tells us that the Philistines are gathering at Aphek, which is the same place they gathered prior to the battle earlier in 1 Samuel when it was a downfall of Eli and, and his house, when when um, Philistines gathered and defeated the Israelites due to God's judgment on the wickedness of the temple at Shiloh. So it kind of bookends in the story of Samuel now that they're gathering here. And it's interesting, just biblically, if you look at the map, Aphek is along the coast and it go they'll go up along the coast over the Mount of Megiddo, which biblically ends up Kind of being the background for the the Mount of Megiddo, Har Megiddo, which overlooks the Jezreel Valley, which is usually when you think about Armageddon, is comes from that derivation. But it's just a natural place in Israel where battles take place because you have a coastal road. You have to go through some mountains to get over into the Jezreel Valley, and when armies are coming from the north and Israel gathered, they just naturally gather there. It's sort of the where at, at the valley you over, that, that Mount Megiddo overlooks, and that's what's going to happen. This this gathering where Saul is going to be overthrown, and it's kind of interesting. It's a, it's a sort of digression into into the story of David, who's taken refuge in in among the Philistines, and then they realize these are the military commanders who who are are gathered, and they realize having someone in their ranks who was the favored son, at least at one point in time, of the king they're about ready to go to battle with, not really good to have him and his men there, is a kind of an ambiguous question for us in the text. What would have happened had David gone with these guys to battle? Would he really have fought against Israel? Would he have, you know, kind of showed up and turned the tides and, and actually joined Israel? But the real theme here is, if we think about this looming battle, is that Saul is going to lead Israel into battle without the Spirit of God. He's no longer the anointed one. The Spirit has left him. And without the Spirit of God and that anointing, Israel cannot defeat her enemies. And that's the same thing we have with Eli and his sons defeated by the Philistines, who are, who are the symbolic enemy. Uh, and now we have Saul and his son is going to be defeated by the Philistines because the, the, the anointing is gone. The anointed one, David, is in exile here. And um, if we look into the, you know, kind of connecting with the New Testament lesson where Jesus begins this debate or there's this debate, well, you know, the Pharisees, the religious leaders in Israel are like, well, what, by what authority are you doing these things? You're sitting here, I was listening to you. You know, they're kind of like, we're the teachers here. You know, we they ought to be coming to our Bible study, not to yours. And Jesus gives this question, well, you, who, who, by what authority? Where does John the Baptist's authority come from? John appeared as a prophet by the Jordan River. And they realized that most people recognized John as a prophet, so they couldn't deny his authority. And and 
John's authority because he baptized Jesus gave was the witness to Jesus authority. And so the common theme here is that John was a recognized prophet, was a prophet sent by God, and the religious leaders of Israel didn't listen to him. Um, even though they were the authorized religious leaders, even Jesus said, whatever the Pharisees tell you to do, do, but but don't do what they do. <laughs> don't follow their practice because they do and they don't, they say and they don't do. And Saul is legitimate king of Israel, who's also not listened to the voice of the prophets. And so they have this positional authority that they, they occupy a seat of legitimate authority, but they failed to listen to the prophetic word, and this is going to lead to their downfall. So it shows that it's possible to have this, this sort of outward legitimacy, but when we fail to listen to the word of God, to live by what God is actually saying, we, we fall into trouble. And this is something for us in, in our lives of faith when we think about what well, we hold to the true faith and we say the creeds and we do the liturgy the right way. That's all good, but it's not a substitute for the daily listening to, to God's word, the daily reflection on what is God saying to me today? How is he confronting me in terms of my life? How is he, is he, how is he making me aware of where I might have, have drifted off into some error and pulling me back? And so if we hold on to the true faith but cease to listen to God's word, we, we have this sort of, we, we hold on to the outward trappings of legitimacy, but we're not listening to God. That's exactly the place that Saul and the Pharisees in our lessons today <clears throat> find themselves in, and ultimately that that results in judgment. And so it's a it's part of our tradition, the essence of it, this thing we do each day with morning prayer, reading the scriptures each day, <clears throat> and the essential way we stay in the will of God so that God is with us and the Holy Spirit is with us as we go to fight our battles so that we can win them instead of our enemies overcoming us and defeating us is that we listen to the word of God and we have the presence of God's spirit with us so that we're in his will. And then that's how we can fight victorious battles as David will. But when we reject the word of God, reject that prophetic word, we're, we're kind of on our own, no matter what outward trappings of religion we have. So it's an exhortation for us to continually listen to the word of God, to be, to, to yes, hold on to the true faith, but also to listen to the scriptures, the essence of it, and daily do the things that, that God is calling us to do and correct our lives in the way God is calling us to correct them. A few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the preserver, creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving help unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith of unity and of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those from whom our prayers are lifted to you now.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all, for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. It's good to pray together. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you, everybody. Have a good Tuesday.